You're listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's a daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Thursday, the 17th of June 2021. Straight into the jobs report, the unemployment rate falling from 5.4% to 5.1% in June. Unemployment is now lower than where it was before the pandemic started. 115,000 jobs were created last uh, in the month. That's Most of them were full-time, so that's good news. So for more on that, I spoke earlier with Nick Genu from UBS. Nick, how would you describe the state of the labour market and its recovery from the pandemic? So the labour market is in remarkably good shape and it has recovered um, far better than anyone expected during the pandemic in 2020. So we've seen this across a variety of measures in the May Labour Force Survey, um, employment growth of over 100,000 jobs driven primarily by full-time jobs, um, but part-time jobs also lifted by 18,000. We've also seen that compared to the pre-pandemic yardstick of February 2020, employment growth is up 1%. Um, We've also seen hours worked up over 2%. So the Australian labour market is in a much better position than other developed economies like the US, where May payrolls showed um, the payrolls were still down 4.5%. What happened to JobKeeper? I mean, has the end of it had an effect at all or is it that long forgotten? So some people would have lost their jobs from the end of JobKeeper in March. However, From an overall macroeconomic standpoint, we see the labour market having skipped the JobKeeper cliff. Um, And even more importantly, and even more remarkable than that, is the fact that the labour market is now accelerating after the end of the wage subsidy, um, which is, you know, something that, again, we, um, we, the widespread consensus did not expect this to happen and not at the rate at which it is currently occurring. To what extent, though, do you think this jobs growth will continue? So UBS have done some analysis on the forward indicators of labour demand and all of those indicators are pointing very strongly um, to the fact that the current outlook for the labour market is as strong as it has ever been. So you've got hiring intentions um, hitting consecutive record highs um, in the latest two prints. You've got job vacancies on every measure um, at record high, if not elevated levels. Um, and, and those vacancies are at very high levels relative to the number of unemployed people. Um, so we think the evidence in the data um, shows that employment growth is going to continue over coming months. And indeed, our medium-term outlook um, has a similar story. Is there anything in today's numbers that seems to suggest that wages growth will be seen in, in, in the near future? Yeah, so UBS has also done analysis on the underutilisation rate, um, which is effectively the wages Phillips curve augmented instead of using unemployment for underutilisation. And that rate is a combination of both unemployment and underemployment. And in May, that rate ticked down at 12.5%. That's the lowest rate since February 2013. And that rate of tightness in the labour market is typically consistent with wages growth above 2.5% and can be as high as 4%. However, um, our base case remains that wages accelerate to just 2.5% by the end of 2022, which is lower than the RBA is looking for, which and they're looking for wages above 3% annually. So how do you think the RBA will take 
this, these numbers, is there a growing chance that conditions for a rate rise, namely inflation and wages, will be ripe to warrant a rate rise before what the RBA expects to be 2024? So after today's data, um, we have revised our view around the yield target. So we previously thought that the yield target um, would be kept at April 2024, but we saw a risk that they would remove it. We now think that the RBA will be forced to abandon that yield target in 2022. Um, and, and that would obviously enable them to hike rates um, after they've removed that target, potentially in 2023. However, our base case sees no rate hikes over the forecast horizon. That's Nick Genu there from UBS talking interest rates. A quick look at the Australian share market now. The S&P ASX 200 down 0.4% to 7,360. For more, I spoke earlier with Ben Clark from TMS Capital. Ben, the US Federal Reserve has revised higher its inflation and economic growth forecasts, and this will have an implication for US interest rates, won't it? Yeah, look, there was quite a change in rhetoric from the Fed overnight, with Jerome Powell seeing a little less certain that these high levels of inflation will start to dissipate at some stage soon. And we know that the Fed will have to start lifting rates if we continue to see an inflation rate of around 3.5%, which is where it's at at the moment. So if we're starting to talk about the potential for higher US interest rates and now the US Fed Reserve at least opening the discussion to t some form of tapering in the future, yeah. what kind of implication will that have for investments right now? Look, it's important to remember that rising rates actually shows that the economy is expanding faster than expected. And the best way to think about it is the Fed might have to step in and just slightly tap the brakes and slow things down somewhat. So a, a growing economy should be good for growing profits of the market, and particularly for those companies that are tied to the fortunes of their local economy. Uh, what's the market thinking about local interest rates though? Uh, so in Australia, we saw a, a nine basis point jump in the 10-year government bond yield locally to 1.65%. There's still a growing conjecture here that the RBA might not be able to wait until 2024 to start lifting rates, and bond markets are pricing in a probability it might occur a bit earlier than that. And what's the market looking like today? What's driving the moves? Look, with all this data that's come out overnight, we saw quite a decent sell-off on the open. But again, there's been some pretty good money coming in to wanting to buy the dip. The winners today have been the companies that benefit from longer-term rising interest rates. Um, so banks and insurers would be two good examples. And there's been a pretty big sell-off in the resource stocks today. And just finally, what areas do you like at the moment? Uh, look, at the moment, we really like structurally growing businesses, so the growth stocks, that have got exposure to a reopening Northern Hemisphere because um, we believe there'll be some real pent-up demand for a lot of these services. So things like healthcare, technology companies, um, companies with exposure to housing and renovation, and things like gaming, aristocrat leisure would be a good example. Ben Clark there from TMS Capital. Don't forget to follow this uh, stream on Apple Podcasts, SBS Radio and Spotify and watch On The Money on on SBS World News weeknights at 6.30. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram along with TikTok at Business Ricardo. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. 
It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.